28th day of the month. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. John 17, verse 18. You are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. Ephesians 2, verses 19 through 20. Today we consider what it means to say that the church is apostolic. In its broadest sense, an apostle is a person who is sent on a mission. In this sense, all Christians are apostles. Some churches refer to their missionary efforts as the apostolate, but early in the life of the church, certain persons became such noted and effective communicators of the gospel that they came to be called the apostles, almost as if there were no others. Although often limited to the twelve, together with Paul, even in a narrow sense more should be included than that. It can well be argued, for example, that the first apostles were Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, since they specifically were sent by the risen Lord to tell the others that he had triumphed over death. The church is apostolic in both senses. All Christians are sent into the world to proclaim the good news, but always they are to measure their understanding against the apostolic faith that which was set forth by those who are closest to Jesus. We who were sent in our own day are not free to invent a new gospel. Our task is to find new ways of proclamation, well suited to our time and place in history, so that our contemporaries can grasp the meaning in this age of what the hymn writer Catherine Henke called the old, old story of Jesus and his love. This is why the content of the Bible is fixed, It records the earliest memories of Jesus. We are not free to add to scriptures our own experiences, as if they too were sacred history. But we are responsible for translating into understandable terms anything in the scriptures that cannot be readily grasped by people in our day. And this translation will take into account our own experiences. This is what it means to say that the church is apostolic. Opening Prayer To you, God, be all glory. From you we have received grace upon grace. To you we owe all allegiance and gratitude. In the midst of the temptations, distractions, and glamour of the world, fasten our attention on the faith we have received from others and are called to share with others. Make us your true apostles through Christ who summons and sends us. Amen. Psalm 96, verses 10 through 13. Get out the message. God rules. He put the world on a firm foundation. He treats everyone fair and square. Let's hear it from sky with earth joining in and a huge round of applause from sea. Let wilderness turn cartwheels. Animals come dance. Put every tree of the forest in the choir an extravaganza before God as he comes, as he comes to set everything right on earth. Set everything right. Treat everyone fair. From the book of Exodus, chapter 24, verses 1 through 18. Then he said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and you shall worship at a distance. Moses alone, however, shall come near to the Lord, for they shall not come near, nor shall the people come up with him. Then Moses came and recounted to the people all the words of the Lord and all the ordinances, and all the people answered with one voice, All the Lord words which the Lord has spoken we will do. 
Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. Then he arose early in the morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain with twelve pillars for the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young men of the sons of Israel, and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as peace offering to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and the other half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient. So Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Then Moses went up with Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel, and under his feet there appeared to be a pavement of sapphire, as clear as the sky itself. Yet he did not stretch out his hand against the nobles of the sons of Israel. And they saw God, and they ate and drank. Now the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and remain there, and I will give you the stone tablets with the law and the commandment which I have written for their instruction. So Moses arose with Joshua his servant, and Moses went up to the mountain. But to the elders he said, Wait here for us until we return to you. And behold, Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever is a legal matter, let him approach them. Then Moses went up to the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses from the midst of the cloud. And to the eyes of the sons of Israel, the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the mountaintop. Moses entered the midst of the cloud, and he went up to the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. From the book of Colossians, the second chapter, verses 8 through 23. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, according to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. For in him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, and in him you have been made complete. And he is the head over all rule and authority. And in him you are also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, in the removal of the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you are also raised up with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead, when you are dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh. He made you alive with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions, having canceled out the certificate of death consisting of degrees against us, which was hostile to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. When he had disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made a public display of them, having triumphed over them through him. Therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food or drink, in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day, things which are mere shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one keep defrauding you of your prize by delighting in self-abasement and the worship of the angels. Taking his stand on visions he has seen, inflated without cause by his fleshly mind, not holding fast to the head, from whom the entire body, being supplied and held together by the joints and ligaments, grows with a growth which is from God. If you had died with Christ to the elementary principles of the world, why, as if you were living in the world, do you submit yourself to decrees such as, do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, which all refer to things destined to perish with us, in accordance with the commandments and teachings of men, these are matters which have, to be sure, the appearance of wisdom in self-made religion and self-abasement and severe treatment of the body, but are of no value against fleshly indulgence.
from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 12 through 17. Now when Jesus had heard that John had been taken into custody, he withdrew into Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he came and settled in Capernaum, which is by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who were sitting in darkness saw a great light, and those who were sitting in the land in shadow of death, upon them a light dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friday's Prayer On this day, Lord Jesus, the flesh which you took upon yourself for us and for our salvation was hanged by us upon the cross. There you suffered all things and died that we might have life and have it in the abundance of your astounding grace. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, throughout time and all eternity. Amen. A collect from the sixth Sunday of Easter to Pentecost from the British Methodist Book of Worship. Almighty God, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. Mercifully give us faith to know that, as he promised, he abides with us on earth to the end of time, who is alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Receive this benediction for Easter from the United Methodist Book of Worship. We are sent forth in the power of Christ's resurrection. Alleluia. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.